Hello, hello, this is Professor Dima Jamali, and welcome to the Sharjah Talks Business Podcast brought to you by University of Sharjah. Today, I have with me a very special guest, His Excellency Khalid Jassim Al Mitfa, who brings over 20 years of professional experience in various key roles across Sharjah. Under his leadership, the Sharjah Commerce and Tourism Authority has gone from success to success. Besides his responsibilities as chairman of Sharjah Commerce and Tourism Authority, he's member of the Board of Trustees for the Sharjah Economic Excellence Award, member of the Board of Trustees for Skyline University College, and a member of the Sharjah Executive Council. Very, very honored to have you with me. Thank you so much for being with us. I want to start by asking you about Sharjah Commerce and Tourism Authority. I know that it's now in the spotlight. You've had major milestones in the recent period. We've heard about your new archaeological finds in Sharjah. We heard about the light festival that has attracted uh, over 1.3 million visitors. And uh, you've gone from success to success. Have you succeeded in putting Sharjah on the international tourism map? And what are some of the key challenges and opportunities that you encountered? Thank you, Dr. Dima, for uh, having me here today. I'm so uh, glad to uh, be part of this podcast. And uh, it's really important to showcase and to stress on the critical uh, aspects of, uh, of, of this vital sector, the tourism sector, which is a main contributor uh, of the GDP uh, in the United Arab Emirates and across many different countries in the world. I'd like to start maybe by talking about the tourism sector a little bit in general uh, to give our audience uh, and listeners an idea of uh, how strong this uh, sector is. Now, if we talk about the world GDP, it, uh, on average, it contributes to around uh, 12% of the world GDP as per the UN WTO, the World Tourism Organization. And uh, many countries rely heavily on the tourism uh, sector and the income that comes from uh, different uh, countries in the world. Uh, with regards to the United Arab Emirates, it's around the same. It's around uh, 12%. And uh, for us in Sharjah, it's uh, more than 10% as per the last uh, detailed study and report. The beauty of the United Arab Emirates is that we have seven emirates that are basically seven different destinations. And uh, it's very difficult to find any country with such a format and infrastructure. Seven emirates, seven destinations. Each destination has its identity. Very uh, prominent for us in Sharjah, the cultural aspect, for example, and uh, the authentic, the authenticity of the destination is uh, embedded and you can be seen everywhere in all of our uh, events and all of uh, our attractions, products and so on. Uh, led, of course, by the vision of His Highness Dr. Sheikh Sultan Al-Qasimi, uh, preserving our identity very well uh, and our heritage and uh, everything that we have in Sharjah is always uh, suitable to uh, all different age groups and is interesting to many audiences and visitors from around the world and from within the UAE. Uh, now Sharjah, the third largest emirate in the country, uh, as I said, has its very strong identity. We have a matrix, you know, we, we study the destinations and see where we stand. And when we look at Sharjah, it stands out, it's very different from the, the product uh, available here in the region. Uh, as you, you can see it from, uh, first of all, the architecture of Sharjah. 
from the identity of Sharjah, a very strong Arabian identity. The products, museums, we have more than 50% of the country's museums in Sharjah, 17 museums. Uh, environment and protected areas that have indigenous uh, species, uh, plants, animals, and so on. As well as the archaeology that you mentioned, which is really interesting. It's uh, something that you cannot uh, create. It's something that has been created over uh, thousands of years. And uh, there are many findings and recent discoveries, and discoveries are still going on. I think this is what makes Sharjah a different destination. In addition to, of course, uh, what we have in the UAE, the uh, world-class infrastructure, the safety and security, which is uh, critical and vital for uh, visitors, because you wouldn't visit a place where, where you have, there are security issues uh, and safety issues. Then the world-class uh, infrastructure, hospitality products, uh, hotels, public transportation, road network, and so on. Uh, airports, of course, is another uh, main uh, critical part uh, of the tourism industry and sector. Very beautiful. So now I want to switch to ask you about leadership. It takes a real leader to lead a, an entity like the Sharjah Commerce and Tourism Authority and to make it successful. Can you tell us about your lessons learned in your journey about leadership, about human capital management, what it takes to bring such an organization to the forefront to help it to achieve its mission uh, at this level? In reality, uh, Professor, I think we uh, people are always talking about technology and uh, innovation and other things, but we forget the core. The core is the human, actually. And uh, we've uh, witnessed that maybe recently also and proved this uh, that the human capital is the most important part of any uh, success or any development. Now, during the pandemic, the COVID-19, we use technology a lot, but the people behind it, whether they were leaders, uh, supporters, uh, government employees, the public, uh, citizens, people living here, residents, we all worked uh, under one ecosystem. And this is really important. So the human capital, I would say, is the most important and the attitude uh, and the positivity, to be always positive in, in what you do uh, and like what you do. And always the leadership, uh, in my, from my experience, uh, more than maybe 20 years, uh, I've noticed uh, one thing in common uh, across multiple uh, entities that I've worked for in the government of Sharjah and the private sector. Maybe uh, the majority of my work was uh, in the government of Sharjah. But one thing was in common that uh, the uh, positive attitude and willingness and uh, loyalty to and commitment to your uh, workplace plays a major role. You can achieve uh, 10 times or even more than what you would achieve if you didn't have these traits uh, within the employees. And it's the leader's uh, uh, role and responsibility to try to make sure, try, because sometimes you will succeed 95, 99%, but you cannot succeed 100%. Of course, this, the aim is always 100%, but uh, you will succeed in many cases to, uh, to, to turn things around from uh, below zero to 100%. Depending on your style, your management style, your leadership style is very important. Uh, making everyone aware of what's happening within your organization, the goals, the mission, the vision, uh, regularly communicating the different uh, strategies, different goals, whenever there are any changes to keep everyone aware, to create ownership. To create ownership is extremely important. 
because uh, the moment you feel that there is no ownership, there is no commitment, there is no loyalty, there is no uh, achievement. So creating a sense of ownership is really important in any field. So if you're hiring like one of our students, we have lots of students who listen to this podcast. What do you look for? Would you look more to their skill set or and their competencies or their attitude or a combination? But what would attract your attention? You know, what is it you're looking for the most? I would say a combination, uh, but I because see there are different leadership styles. Like to me personally, I. Uh, see the character as something really important. I would give it more weightage because uh, the character and the charisma and uh, the skills you can learn. You can learn if you have the character, if you have the charisma, if you are the willingness. You can learn anything. You can learn everything. But Especially if you don't today. have that, that's a big problem. Like if, you, if you're skilled in one area so much, but you don't have any passion or you don't have the willingness and the positive, uh, you know, Uh, this is this can create a problem and this can be an obstacle in uh, your career in developing yourself and your career path so i cannot agree more with you because especially in today we're in the age of lifelong learning and you know you can acquire any skill along the way you don't have to enter the workplace with skill set that you may need but this is something you can acquire but the, the one thing that is very very important is your attitude your thirst and to learn to advance your passion i think these are critically important and i wanted to emphasize this during our podcast today i wanted to ask you a little bit more about uh, you know entrepreneurship and uh, innovation and sustainability i think these are key trends across organizations in the uae how relevant are they to your work in this specific sector so do you worry about sustainability do you worry about entrepreneurship and innovation can you tell us a little bit more yes uh, of course um, in terms of being worried i'm not so worried because i see the united arab emirates uh, and in sharjah we have a lot of uh, success stories in terms of uh, and we have a clear vision on where the uh, the, uh, the destination and the city uh, emirate of sharjah is heading in terms of Uh, sustainability. Now, sustainability is a very broad uh, term uh, that can be used in many different areas, but uh, there are so many things that uh, or uh, elements uh, under the sustainability uh, concept uh, that apply to our daily life. And it's uh, very interesting to see how people in general around the world uh, are more uh, careful in uh, choosing and selecting the uh, the, the, the right pro- uh, products in terms of uh, personal uh, products or tourism products or whatever it is when it, when it's more sustainable uh, green uh, there is a, a strong message that is sent through this people would uh, even tend to pay a bit more uh, in order to get that uh, service or product and this is very important because we see here in Sharjah If we talk about sustainability before we get uh, onto the other question, the which is uh, innovation and uh, entrepreneurship, I think if we look at uh, the, the new projects in Sharjah, new developments, uh, they're more towards uh, the sustainable uh, green buildings, even in infrastructure, uh, in the new developments, attractions. Always the sustainability and uh, the eco side is uh, taken into consideration. Uh, then we have, uh, of course, uh, 
a company uh, in Sharjah, semi-government company called Bia. Uh, Bia, of course, is one of the biggest companies uh, in the region. Uh, to be honest, I I always talk to my friends and colleagues in Bia. I tell them you should market uh, more because there are many achievements that uh, you you know done over the years, and uh, one of them is uh, zero waste to landfill, for example. It's the first in the Middle East to have zero waste to landfill. Then uh, waste to energy. They have a huge waste to energy plant. And uh, having this shows you that this uh, emirate uh, has a vision and a goal towards sustainability and uh, having a sustainable life. And then sustainability, again, other sectors, vital sectors are equally important. It's not only going green is sustainability. Sustainability means making sure that these vital sectors uh, keep going in the right direction without affecting anything else, right? This is sustainability. So even for us in tourism, our products have to be sustainable. And uh, how, do, how do they become sustainable? You have the law, you have rules, you have guidelines, you have culture. You have to spread the knowledge and culture. So it doesn't take just, uh, you cannot do it over a few days, you know, one workshop. But it's a culture that we have to understand. So it's, it's very important uh, to understand what is sustainability and how can you apply sustainability and how is it good for us and for the future generations. So on this, I want to also um, commend BIA. It's one of the most prominent organizations really playing a pioneering role, I think at the level of the UAE as a whole. And we've had uh, many interactions with them. Uh, and I also want to salute you on your view to sustainability because uh, it is a mindset, it is a, cult- a change in culture. And it is something that needs time. But uh, as you're saying, it is uh, building up here. So we're moving in the right direction. I would say in Sharjah and in the UAE as a whole. This is particularly important this year. We're in the year of sustainability. We're hosting COP28. So there is a lot that is happening. And I, I see a hype this year more than uh, I've seen over the past three, four years. So very interesting that, you know, uh, I think we agree that this is something that is uh, moving uh, in the right direction, which brings me to the other side that I'm really keen to ask you about, which is innovation and entrepreneurship. We also see a surge in uh, entrepreneurship and innovation here. A lot of interest by many organizations to make this ecosystem much more developed and it is something that is fascinating for our students because many of our students want to become entrepreneurs. They don't want to go into traditional organizations. So first, how do you see this uh, a trend evolving from your perspective? And what advice do you give to like those contemplating to go into entrepreneurship in the future? Because it's not an easy path. I think uh, if we look at uh, the success stories, uh, not only in Sharjah, but around the world. And like uh, most of these big businesses were uh, ideas. They were ideas, they started as ideas. And uh, today, uh, some of them are like uh, the biggest companies in the world. And uh, we, we cannot uh, look at the ideas as something um, small or has a small effect or could have only a small effect on our life or on the, 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 the innovators and the, the, the students and the the, the future generations who are really uh, looking for opportunities. I think the, the Sharjah, we have multiple platforms. Like we have uh, Ruwad, which is a government entity. We have Shira, 
which is another uh, government or semi-government entity with the American University, our neighbors. And uh, we have as well uh, chamber, the Chamber of Commerce and the Sharjah Technology and uh, Research Information and Innovation Park. Correct. Yeah, which is also here in the University just City of Sharjah, just across. So if we look at what they have achieved, and we have, of course, the Sharjah Economic Excellence Network, which is another uh, player that supports and uh, SMEs. And uh, all of these platforms create opportunities for uh, entrepreneurs, uh, opportunities for uh, people with uh, passion, with ideas, with uh, innovative ideas, uh, not just to bring in ideas and copy ideas from different uh, parts of the world, no come up with the new ideas and there are really good success stories uh, in, in different sectors, not only in tourism, but even in the industrial uh, sector, in uh, technology. In, and if, if, we, if we look at these f- four or five platforms that we have in Sharjah and they all have websites, we can see what uh, innovations have succeeded and how well are they doing. And we'll be surprised. We'll be really uh, pe- looking into that You'd be amazed at uh, how much uh, of a ta- talent, talented people we have, and you know, uh, innovation uh, and all of these, uh, uh, you know, uh, directions are uh, taking them forward through these uh, efforts and platforms that we have in Sharjah. So uh, you're impressed with the happy, the, yeah. the speed and the evolution of this sector. Yes. And how much is it relevant to your uh, like the Sharjah Commerce and Tourism Authority? Do you uh, encourage innovation and entrepreneurship within your organization? Yes, within the organization, of course, uh, innovation and uh, entrepreneurship not so much, but more innovation. Uh, of course, some of uh, my colleagues. They have uh, businesses, startups, and so on, and we support them. And uh, I talk to them between time to time if they need any advice, if they need any connections, contacts. We support them because it's good. Uh, we shouldn't always uh, think uh, that employees should always remain as employees forever, because sometimes they have better opportunities on their own in business. Agree. Yeah, and so, this is something unique, uh, is really, fair, to UAE yeah. yeah. that they encourage. It's even by law you're allowed by law, yes. to, to, to venture into entrepreneurship yes. while being and an they employee. give you uh, days off and so on and half pay and there are there is a very nice interesting scheme and why is that done because SMEs uh, are approximately seventy percent of the economy SMEs small and medium enterprise Correct. so the stronger SMEs or companies you have the stronger your economy is. And uh, the, the more balanced uh, economy uh, and more sustainable economy would be through these SMEs, actually. Very nice. So you're encouraging this. I want to end uh, the podcast. I want you to think about uh, our young students um, who are just about to graduate and start a new career path. Uh, even your own kids. Uh, What advice would you give them as they take their first steps into the real world, you know? I think it's uh, it's important to see where the where the world is heading and how the development, uh, the pace of uh, development is really fast. Uh, maybe we haven't ever witnessed this kind of, uh, you know, uh, rapid development, very quick, uh, changing very quickly. We have to be dynamic. We have to be very dynamic. 
uh, what, what do I mean by being dynamic? Uh, look at uh, the changes and look for the opportunities. And whenever something uh, you see is moving towards a different direction, you have to uh, be one step ahead. You cannot be a follower. If you're always just following following the trend, then you're not uh, going to be that successful. You can be successful, but you wouldn't be very successful. Not and a trendsetter. No, we want a trendsetter even in business, even in life, in anything you do. This is how you can lead the way. And this is how uh, technology, skills, tools, uh, they're all available. It's just the way you think, the way you prior- prioritize uh, your uh, set your goals and put your priorities and be dynamic being dynamic is really important so being dynamic being open-minded spotting opportunities being ahead of the game mm. you know not waiting just uh, trying to embrace opportunities mm. with agility mm. and setting the trend as opposed to following all the time i think this would be some of your key pieces of advice for our future generation mm. Thank you so, so much. Uh, really, this has been a very nice episode. Uh, short, concise, but also full of very interesting insights. And we, it's been such a pleasure to have you with us uh, today. And I want to tell our listeners to stay tuned for more of these uh, Charger Talks business episodes. And uh, I want to thank you one more time, Zakhar. It's been such a pleasure having you. Thank you, thank Professor. You. Thank you very much. And uh, hope that uh, we can meet again soon and uh, discuss and transfer knowledge. It's very important. And I don't only believe in transferring knowledge, but knowledge exchange, because I learn from uh, uh, people every day. Even my kids, I learn from them. So uh, knowledge transfer is very important, but knowledge exchange is more important. Exactly. Yes. And this is part of knowledge exchange. Yes. And I tell my students yes. the same. Yes. I say, you learn from me as much as I learned yes. from you. And it is really not knowledge transfer, but more exchanging knowledge and best practices. All the best. Thanks so much. Thank you. Really.